Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning. Welcome to the pre-show. It is Tuesday, May 31st. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Hopefully you had a nice three-day weekend, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, definitely a nice weekend here. Thank you. Want to thank you, JC, you, Steph, you guys coming over to the house on uh, on Sunday for our little graduation party for my daughter, who's gr- actually officially graduating today. Wow. Today is the actual Mercedes, graduation. Mercedes, what is happening here? What is I going know, on? I <laughs> know. I know. It was like, it, it all hit me, at the, I think, at the party, like, hard. I was just, like, looking at all the people that came and just you know took the time out of their day to celebrate with us and it was just like oh my gosh this is all happening so fast what is going on i know we'll talk about it throughout the morning but it was a special day it was great to see your, your entire family we haven't who i haven't seen in a long time your, your your brothers and your your sister and stuff and see just see see everyone but to see your daughters and to see sophie and we've spoken to her so many times on the phone in the past you know years but i just haven't seen her in person in a long time same with brooklyn seeing her face to face and my gosh you and matt have just raised two beautiful smart intelligent Aww. women i saw brooklyn walking out I'm like that woman looks like brooklyn <laughs> that is brooklyn <laughs> no she Whoa. she grew up who's this lady i blinked what happened what's going on yeah, like how, how do you do she's like welcome like okay you're an adult now woman <laughs> yeah it was uh it was a really nice time uh we uh just Loved seeing everyone, and again, yeah, thank you guys for taking the time and and coming over. You, you, it was so funny because the kids were, you know, my whole family was like, "Oh, it's so great to see JC. It was so great to meet Steph." And my mom goes, "I really loved James. <laughs> she, <laughs> my mom loved your husband, Steph. Oh, She's like, gosh. he was so nice. I'm like, oh, James is wonderful. Yes, it was just so cute. James is a hit with all the moms. He really is, <laughs> and all like the everyone he talks to. He's just such a charmer, and he gets along with every person from Brooklyn's age to everyone. Like he, everyone he just he meets, they're like he loved James. Like, 
I know, I love him too. <laughs> he was That's very, why I married the guy. Yes. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. So yeah, thank you guys again for coming. I'm uh, I, I I wish I could have spent more time with you. I was just kind of crazy oh, trying. Yeah. You know, party. I was like, please. well, they understand. I get to see them five days a week, so they understand. How, is everyone still in town for the actual graduation today? What what takes place today? What time does Sophie walk? Walk us through this afternoon's event. So, um, th- my my sister and her husband they left yesterday. They had to get back uh, to Denver. So I was just glad that they were able to come for the weekend. But my brother and his family, my my younger brother, he and my mom, they're all still here. So the graduation is at noon today. But Sophie has to be there at 11. So we're just going to all go do that. We're going to all meet there. And then um, this afternoon, we're going to do like an early dinner, celebratory dinner. Uh, We're going to go out for, for dinner. And then um, the rest of the family is going to see Top Gun. I'm like, I, I would as much as I would love to. I've got to, I've got to do work for the show. So you guys, it's a, it's go. a weeknight for you. Yeah. It's a school night for you, sure. Um, like you guys go and enjoy yourselves, and I'll do my work, and then I'll see you guys when you get home. That's so, an awesome yeah, day. Yeah, it should be fun. Wow, just, uh, seriously, and so many parents like are going through that right now, and and have gone through that with your kid graduating. You don't realize until you someone close to you and their, their their kid graduates what a big monumental moment it is, and just. Just like a blink of an eye in my mind. She's still, and I was talking to your sister and brother-in-law about this. I'm like, Sophie's 12. It's like, yeah. And your sister said, it's hard to buy gifts. Cause when I go to buy him gifts, I'm thinking of buying a gift for a 12-year-old. Yeah. She's a woman now. <laughs> I'm like, what do I get? I went and doubt gift cards is the way to right, go. Exactly. I love gift cards. So, yeah, it was a good weekend. Other than uh, seeing you guys on Sunday, how was the rest of your weekend? Oh, it was, it was, it was real nice. Uh, relaxing, low-key. Um, Laura was out of town. She got back from a horse show on Sunday night. So I was, I was solo all weekend. I went out to uh, Boulder City, had a big barbecue festival and car show. So I was out there on Saturday, had a blast out there. I did um, was at Chapman Automotive yesterday for the radio station, and then just kind of hung out Saturday night. Just yeah, chilled at the house, a nice relaxing weekend on this end. Yeah, it was kind of uh, one of those weekends where there was just like so much going on, uh, not just in town, just just with everything. People were coming to town, and it was just jam packed. The airport last night, I guess, was kind of a zoo, and my husband actually dropped off my sister, and so definitely a lot of people in town uh, celebrating this weekend and I, just having a good time. Yeah, did you see the traffic yesterday? leaving town i just saw, saw yeah. the news just oh my gosh they have to they have to widen the i-15 south and, and north too in california that's I, just nuts to be I two guess lanes that's the plan by uh I, they were saying that that's going to happen very soon that they're going to take that side lane and uh-huh. make that a driving lane so um i don't know if that's going to help a ton but it definitely won't hurt that's for sure oh i think it'll help that be a world yeah. difference that's the biggest bottleneck you're going from three lanes oh. down to two as soon as you get california that's just it's nuts to think of it's a, and all the, the tractor trailers that's two lanes Pretty much the entire time to get to, to to L.A., that's insanity when you think about it. Yeah, it really, really is. So if you got stuck in that traffic, I am sorry, because, yeah, that was a whole nother mess out there for sure. You ready for the week then? Yes, right. I'm tired. I'm kind of, <laughs> I'm kind of like, whoa, you know, what's going on? But it'll yes. settle down. I think by week's end. Oh. I, think, I think next weekend, maybe hopefully, it'll settle down because today is going to be a whirlwind of emotions for you. Yeah, I need a weekend to recover from this past weekend. It was craziness, <laughs> but a great crazy. And let's kick things off. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear "Give Me One Reason" by Tracy Chapman? Give me one reason to steer, and I'll turn right back. Lynn by Moby. Do 
number one by Nelly. Choices. Get your votes in now. All you have to do is vote on our Facebook page. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM or you can text or call us right now. 702-364-9400. We will count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Harry's House debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart. Harry's House sold 521,000 copies in its first week. It's the largest week of 2022 for any album and only the fourth album in the last 18 months to earn at least 500,000 units in a single week. He also beat the one-week vinyl record that was previously set by Taylor Swift with her Red Taylor's version. Harry sold 182,000 copies. Taylor's record was 114,000 copies. That's uh, pretty impressive. And the album is so good. I've been listening to it more and more. I've listened to the whole thing. It's really, really good. I know I asked you this last week, but any word on the, what the next single will be? Are they saying anything about um, that? Or as, as it was, it's so big still. Yeah, there is another single that's starting to pop out, and I'm spacing it. Um, I can go through my emails and try to find it. But yeah, I, there is a new one. They're not really working it yet. But um, it's it's starting to pop up. Ah, uh, what is it? Because this is still the number two song in the country. This song is on fire. Yeah, I don't see anyone get getting sick of this one. No. Some people are saying daydreaming is going to be it, but I, I swear I saw a different one. Uh, I'll find out for you guys. Okay, uh, and then check this out. Harry Styles is partnering with the nonprofit organization Every Town for Gun Safety to end gun violence. He's donating proceeds from his North American tour, and Live Nation will match him for a projected $1 million donation. So nice stuff from Harry Styles. BTS will be receiving a three-part series chronicling their path to K-pop stardom on Apple Music. It's titled BTS Radio, Past and Present. The show will launch weekly on Apple Music for the next three weeks. Episode one is actually out, and this will lead up to the release of the new album, Proof, which is out on June 10th. So Harry Styles' record-setting week with Harry's house. Do you think BTS and Proof will outsell Harry Styles in week one? It will. Yeah, yeah it will. And I listened to that show that that on Apple Music uh-huh. over the weekend. It was really interesting. And hearing the songs that they all picked for the album and the reasoning behind it. And so if you're a BTS fan, it was definitely worth a listen. Yeah, RM says, we wanted to use this radio show to celebrate nine years of BTS with you guys and with our army all over the world. So it's it's not just music. It's all the guys talking about music and yeah, the, yeah. the stories behind the songs. Yeah, and um, because, you know, they each got to pick two songs to go on this, like, anthology. Oh, okay. And they each member was would say why they picked the songs they picked, what it meant to them, what they were going through through that time and stuff like that. So it really is quite interesting if you're a fan. So that's what's so this new album proof is going to be the, each of the guys picking two songs. We're also getting two new songs. That's yes. how it's working. I, actually, I want to say there's 
four new songs, but one of the, but um, two of them are only available on CD. That was the big thing yeah. because people are uh, uh, the army's now trying to find CD players. <laughs> selling out CD players everywhere. That's what BTS does. If you got a CD player and it's sitting in your house and you want to sell it and make some money, now is the time to list it. We discovered that my daughter has a CD player in her car. We're like, yay! Oh, you have a CD player. This is wonderful. Seriously, if you're laughing at that, check your car right now. I, I bet you, I, I thought I had one in mine. I don't have a CD player in my car. I don't car. have one in mine either. It's crazy. Could you or would you want to live in a known haunted house? No, I would not. <laughs> I could not. <laughs> well, listen to this. The house that inspired the first Conjuring movie just sold for $1.5 million. Now, it took a little bit of a while to sell. It's a farmhouse in Rhode Island. It hit the market last September for $1.2 million, but it just sold. So they made more money on it by selling it for $1.5. Now, the woman who bought it plans on keeping it open to the public so you can do nighttime paranormal investigations, day tours, and live stream events. And yes... She does believe there's something going on in the house. She says things will happen here that will startle me, but not harm me. Well, that's good. I look forward to experiencing things. <laughs> no, thank you. I, what was I, I, I know the movie The Conjuring, but I don't remember seeing it. I never saw that, but it's one of those movies that looked so scary that I was too afraid to, mm-hmm. to even watch it. So. It's one of those that, 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 that obviously, real things are happening. One of those movies where you see it, like, that could happen. That could actually happen in my house. Yeah, that's the worst kind of horror movie, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, the Liv Tyler one? The, um, the Strangers. That movie was so scary to me because some of the scares were so subtle. She would be there, she'd put her cell phone down, and she'd turn to the fridge, and she'd turn back, and you would see in the background her cell phone is gone. Yeah, it's like, it, oh. those are scarier than the bah, a monster pops out. Yes, you know? yes. We'll have more dirt coming up in the seven o'clock hour. It's Mix ninety four point one Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number sixteen thirty four. And now here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this Tuesday. May 31st, uh, three-day weekend for us. A lot of people I know for Memorial Day and, uh, you know, never forgetting those who lost their lives in the line of duty for our freedoms. Remember what the three-day weekend is for. It's not just a three-day barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet, with that being said, uh, how was your actual Memorial Day? Did you do anything fun yesterday? Uh, it, was, it was nice because Laura was out of town for almost the entire week. So she came back Sunday night. So we, we had some fun Sunday. We went for a run, just kind of relaxed. And then I was at Chapman Automotive. Monday afternoon for, for from two to four, they had uh, some stuff going on there. It was that was actually it was a blast being out there. It's always fun being out and being with listeners and everything. But a couple of listeners that have been listening to the radio station for a long time. There's G, uh, our friend Jason who's been listening since since day one, since like 1996, 1997, and then another listener that's been listening for the past 15 years. And and it's fun seeing those familiar faces and catching up with them and just just chit chatting and talking about the radio station how it was and how it's now and just how things have evolved. It was, it was a fun time. It was a good time yesterday. Yeah, it was uh, it was beautiful this weekend. Mm. Just the weather was so gorgeous. We just spent most of the time outside, hanging out in the backyard. It was so beautiful yesterday. Uh, your, the graduation party was Sunday, and I walked in, and I saw your sister and brother-in-law and had great conversations with them. And, and then I saw Marcos and had some great conversations with him and his kids. Oh, my gosh. They're going up so fast, too. Aren't they so cute? Adorable. Oh, my gosh. My niece and nephew, Sam and Julia, they are just the cutest things ever. Um, yeah, they were they were just little angels running around there. We had a, a really nice time on Sunday. 
uh, with uh, my daughter's graduation party. It was so nice to have you guys there and, and seeing the family. And it's like you guys are, are my, my work family. I, I spend more time with you guys than I do with my actual family, to be honest. So it was nice to, to have you guys see them and talk to them. And, and they, you know, they know all about you. Except There was one point, though, where um, someone was meeting one of my siblings. I can't remember which one it was. And they're like, oh, I've heard a lot about you. And I remember the look on their face was like, uh, and I, and I was like, oh God, <laughs> what what are they referring to? Like, you know, because they don't always listen. And I was like, oh God. And they're like, all good things. I'm like, thank you. Oh, I got nervous there. <laughs> you, I was like, you what are you, you going to say? Don't. <laughs> Listen, we have a pact with you guys. You know, we talk about family. You can't repeat what we say yeah, back to the family. It, I mean, it's 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 mostly good stuff, yeah, too. You know, once sure. in a while we have our uh, uh, disagreements and stuff. But, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. But I'm making, I, I see your mom. I see everyone. And then I'm thinking, wait, Mario is here. Oh, yeah. Where is Mario? Where is the guy? He got sick. Oh, poor guy. He was upstairs for the whole party. He was so sick. He never sick. came down? He did come down at the very end to take family pictures, and then he went back oh. up. He got some... He he thinks he ate something bad at the airport in Denver, because we're trying to go back, because we all ate the same stuff when they were here, mm-hmm. and the only th- difference was uh, at the airport um, the previous day... My mom ate some stuff and he ate something different. And he said while he was eating it, he just felt like something wasn't right. And he thinks that was it because, yeah, he was not feeling good. And I, yeah, so he missed the whole party. He was upstairs just laying in bed, just not feeling good. But the nice thing is yesterday he was, he was like, I'd say 90%. He's like, my stomach's still a little queasy, but I'm feeling so much better. He had color back in his face before he was white as a ghost he just did not look good so instead yeah it was uh, yeah, his tummy was hurting him a little bit so he's upstairs the next thing you know the, the party's coming to an end I'm like i didn't see mario the room he was staying in could he look down in the backyard i then i envisioned him being upstairs just pulling back the curtain <laughs> looking down like oh he could have shutting the curtain yeah the room he was in he could have i don't know if he did but oh i just felt so bad he didn't get to he came all the way out here and he didn't even get to be a part of the party but he's he's good he'll be good for the graduation today he's here for the rest of the week too yeah. for a couple more well, days well they're leaving tomorrow okay. so yeah we'll be uh, good today what was it what did, did he say what he, what he had at the airport it was a it, it was a sandwich from one of the airport lounges at uh, mm. DIA he's like while I was eating it something just didn't taste yeah. right and he goes the sad thing is I continue to eat it and I was like <laughs> that'll do it sometimes you're so hungry yeah you know you roll the dice yeah let's talk about today's show Katy Perry she's back with her residency play at Resorts World we've got your tickets in the 7 and 9 o'clock hour and it's Tuesday, so we have a Try It Tuesday. This is something we've been talking about doing on the show for years today. Yeah, and it's a little different the way we're going to do Try It Tuesday. It's not just like, boom, use the product, try the thing. It's actually kind of a, a test as we do Try It Tuesday. You definitely don't want to miss this one. So that happens right around 8.15, and then up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Tom Cruise's career milestone, the song that came out of nowhere to hit number one on Apple Music and a new sweet treat for summer. That is coming up next in What's Trending. Mercedes in the Morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Top Gun Maverick is trending this morning. Who went and saw it? 
What did you guys think? How, did you see it yet? I'm going to go next weekend. Didn't have time uh, this past weekend. So good. I know I'm the one that didn't go. No, I mean, seriously, you are the one. <laughs> because everyone went to see Top Gun Maverick this weekend. So much so, so that it just uh, was a huge Memorial Day weekend for it. In the first four days in North American theaters, the sequel sold an estimated $156 million in ticket sales. So like, it, the previous record holder was Pirates of the Caribbean at World's End with $153 million for you know making it the biggest Memorial Day opening of all time domestically. This was also the biggest opening for a Tom Cruise movie and the first time he has actually cleared $100 million or more. His previous best was War of the Worlds, which had a three-day opening take of $64.9 million back in 2005. That is huge. This is one of these movies we're talking to friends that saw it over the weekend, and you saw it last week at the premiere, the screening of it. Everyone says, oh, when are you going? I'll go with you. Everyone wants to see it again in the theater. I've yeah. never had a movie where everyone, so many people want to see it again while it's still in theaters. I, my family's, my, my husband and my daughters are taking my mom and my brother to go see it today, and... Uh, I, I want to go with them, but they're going to like a seven o'clock showing mm-hmm. and we got to work early. So I was like, dang it. But my my husband and daughters are like, we'll go again. We loved it so much. It was so good. Here's an interesting fact. So I'm talking to my brother Mario about it when he gets in town. I'm like, so have you seen Top Gun Maverick yet? He's like, no, I actually haven't even seen the first one. And I'm like, what? How did that happen? I have no idea. My youngest brother has never seen the regular, the the original Top Gun. And I know there's a lot of you out there because I actually talked to quite a few people, you know, that, that never got around to it. So we made him this weekend sit down and watch the original. He goes, wow, that was really good. And now I realize I've missed out on so many inside jokes <laughs> in my lifetime. He goes, there's so many things I heard that I've heard people say before and they never knew what they were talking about. And now I know it was so funny. For the past 20 years, he's been questioning why everyone feels the need for speed. Yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Why do you feel the need for speed, people? He's like, people who said negative Ghost Rider, the pattern's full. I didn't know what they meant, but I just laughed. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so funny. Listen, this falls on you, your brother, and your sister. <laughs> For letting this movie slip through the cracks I, with your youngest brother. I know. I feel like, what if I... You failed his siblings. Sister, all of you. I, oh, my goodness. All of you have failed. <laughs> also trending this morning is Stranger Things. So the Netflix show is helping revive a song from the 80s thanks to the show's season premiere on Friday. My daughter watched the entire season, this this new season four, the first half in one day. She says it was really good. Um, the Kate Bush song... That from 1985 called Running Up That Hill, A Deal With God, it's currently number one on the iTunes charts. Now, I've never heard of this song before. I do it. I never heard it. Maybe it was just me. Um, the song first appears in the premiere episode and it plays a very significant role in Max's story, apparently. I have not watched Stranger Things yet, so I don't know how, how that works, but here's the song in case you don't know it. I love 80s music. 
I've never heard it before. Okay, then I don't feel bad. I'm like, maybe JC knows it because he loves 80s. Yeah, it's, it's a very 80s vibe to it. Obviously, it came out in 85, but I've never heard this great sound. YouTube says that searches for the music video spiked 800% since the new wow. episodes were released. And the final episode of this season of Stranger Things comes out on July 1st. When are you going to tackle Stranger Things? Next weekend, do you think? Yeah, probably once uh, everything settles down a little bit, I will. Have you have you tackled it yet? I thought about I was talking to Sophie about it, and she was saying it's so good. And the plan was to watch it Sunday night, but I got home. Laura was just getting home. And I literally I loaded it up. Ready to start, but we didn't hit play. We started talking and hanging <laughs> yeah, out. Next thing I'm like, yeah, let's go to bed. And then finally this morning, Wendy's is trending after successfully launching them in Canada last summer. Word is that Wendy's is bringing back the strawberry frosty to the United States this next month. It's hard to believe tomorrow's June 1st, but yeah, they're coming in June. A company memo was actually leaked on Reddit that says the chain's going to remove the vanilla frosty from the national menus throughout the summer and maintain a two-flavor frosty program strawberry and chocolate the strawberry frosty features a soft class or features a classic vanilla frosty blended with fruit strawberry fruity strawberry syrup so i never tried it well it was only in canada but it sounds pretty good i like strawberry anything sounds delicious yeah Yeah. so there you go that's what's trending mix 94.1 632 tuesday morning gotta get that right i feel like it's a monday here oh last night i kept saying sunday Sunday, you put your trash out last night we're inside winding down it's trash tomorrow run and take the trash cans out last night oh yeah and then after we had our our um party for my daughter we had so much trash that it was just like overflowing i don't know if they're gonna pick up our trash today i honestly (laughs) think they're gonna be like ah no i we're skipping this house side note that food on sunday night was delicious oh thanks you know what i did not cook it that's probably why <laughs> that's probably why <laughs> this is so good mercedes didn't make it did you yeah nope i did not make it but yeah we had a great time this weekend um what else did you do this weekend monday i was at a chapman dodge and I was hanging out there for a couple hours and, and a bunch of listeners came out and there was a young couple that was out there and we started a conversation about my watch which i wear every single day if i'm not wearing this watch i feel naked things are wrong in my universe this is the gift that mercedes gave me back in 2014 and here's the thing though i made a mistake years ago is um i was playing i think i was i think i changed the time or the date or something and i didn't push the button in all the way and i went swimming and water got inside the thing and it became water lodged for whatever the terminology is water was inside there for, for for a while and um then it stopped working i need to get it fixed i need to take it off and get it fixed and it has to go away for about two weeks to get fixed and i and i don't want to give it up so i'm wearing a watch that doesn't tell the time and then the face is also turned too see that that's the right way that's the side way but I, did, I need it on my wrist. So anyway, I'm talking to a listener about my watch because they're like, oh, nice watch. And they see how it's not telling the time. And then I notice his girlfriend's watch. And I say to her, you have a nice watch as well. Well, there's a backstory on that watch. This couple has been together for a couple of years. And that was a gift from her ex-boyfriend. And she continues to wear it every single day. And the current boyfriend has a little bit of an issue with it. With the watch? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Would you be offended? If Matt was wearing a watch that his ex-girlfriend gave him, and flip it too, if you're wearing some kind of jewelry that your ex-boyfriend gave you and you continue to wear it, would you be upset by it? Because they were joking around by it, but about the whole thing. But I can tell the guy was he was a little unnerved the fact that she still wears this watch. It, and I'm really torn because I I think that if I was wearing a watch from an ex, the way I would play it, I I play it off just like it's just a watch. It tells time. It doesn't matter where it came from. So original when you first said that I was like, and what's the big deal? It's just 
it's just a, a watch. There's no sentimental value there. It's just she's telling time. But then I put myself in the opposite situation. If my husband had a watch from his ex and he wore it every day, it would bother me. It would really bother me. So I guess I would have to say that it it, it would bother me. But I just don't feel like if it's it's a big deal if it's me. <laughs> but if it, it changes. If it's, why does it change when it, when it moves to my husband? Then I'm like, Ugh, I don't like that. I feel like when a woman gives a man jewelry, it's just a different situation. I don't know because I don't know. It's just weird. I I don't I don't think I like it. What about you? Um, I would have an issue with it. I would I would I would get her a new watch. So if Laura had a watch and it was a I don't know watches. I'm probably saying it wrong. Boluva. 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 It's a Boluva watch. So is that that's an expensive watch or no mid range watch? Depends what your price range is. Yeah, it just yeah it just depends. Um, I I if so if Laura had a fancy watch that her ex gave her. And I'm two years into a relationship. At some point, I would get her a new watch to replace it. Like, hey, that's a beautiful watch you have, but Merry Christmas. Here's a new watch. I would do something um, to replace that watch. I wouldn't want her wearing jewelry from an ex. Would not. Yeah, but if if it was you, if you had a watch from an ex that you, let's say an ex gave you the watch you're wearing from me, then would, do you think Laura would have a problem? Um, I think she would. I would change it, though. I would feel weird wearing it. But yeah, I would feel weird wearing the watch. Yeah, I think because that's from my that's my that's our past relationship. This girl that I was I don't know, was in love with her, or whatever. But our past relationship, and here is a piece of me. I'm holding on to a piece of that relationship every single day with the watch that I'm wearing. That it's just it's interesting though. I if it were a ring, I'd be like absolutely not. But a, a watch, I feel like it's a little different. But still, going back, it would bother me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, Steph, you're you have an ex that still wears a gift that you gave him. I I think it is because we have mutual friends still, and I'll see like him on social media through my mutual our mutual friends, and I've saw, saw his watch. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's the watch I gave him like ten years ago. But what's funny about that watch is I replaced that watch because he lost the watch. The the watch before the one I bought him, and that was from an ex. So I said, "Oh no 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 no! We're not looking for. We're not going to find that lost watch. We're going to replace that replace watch, it. and I'm going to get you it." But see, it, if, if if it were James and James, my husband now, had a watch from an ex, I'd be like, "Looks like we're going to the pawn shop. Yeah, <laughs> we're, hey, we're, we're going to the pawn shop. It's time for an Apple Watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's track your steps and your movement. <laughs> See where you're going. But okay, would you? Would you? I'm gonna say lie, but you start dating this guy. I'm thinking this, this the couple that I met yesterday. I'm thinking this couple, and they start dating and everything, and they're about a month in the relationship. And he's like, you know, I noticed you have a really nice watch. Why would it be wrong for her to say, "Oh, thank you, I bought it a couple months ago." Did she have to say, oh, it was a gift from my ex-boyfriend? Why didn't she say, oh, yeah, it was, it was a little thing that I, I treated myself to? Well, I just, I don't really offer up that information to people. If they say you have a nice watch, I don't give them the history of the watch. If you're like, oh, thank you. But if it's a guy you're dating, if Matt's like, oh, where'd you get the watch? It's a beautiful watch. I love watches. That's a real fancy watch. Where'd you get it? 
I, th- to me, that would be weird. I'm like, why? <laughs> like, why do you want to know where I got it? Because <laughs> I love watches and we're going to be together. The store. It comes from the store. What store? I want to go get. Uh... <laughs> now, now you're creeping me out. And I'm like, I don't know if this is the guy for me. He wants to know where I buy everything, how much everything costs. This is a little odd. <laughs> I never asked me. Oh, that's a really nice watch. Where did you get it? Where, where, how much was it? <laughs> if Matt, if you started dating Matt, Matt had a fancy watch. You, you, you wouldn't question the watch. You'd just be like, oh, it's a beautiful watch. You wouldn't say, oh, where'd you get it? Or If he was wearing a really nice watch. No, I just feel like when you comment on expensive things, it's kind of intrusive, don't you think? But not to a complete stranger, though. If you're now dating, you're being intimate with each other. And... I don't know. Maybe I would. I just, I'm not that interested anywhere <laughs> in his watches. I really don't care. <laughs> would you do that? It might come, in, come up in conversation. Yeah. Again, I'm, I'm not a watch person, but it might come in conversation that, you know, I'm, I'm dating Laura and two months in the relationship. I, I know she, she's every day wearing this beautiful watch. I might comment, like, that's a beautiful watch. Thank you. My ex gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I, I just try to s- pretend like they never had a history before. Me yes, and move on. we're fresh. <laughs> like, we, I don't want to know anything. Just don't say anything. <laughs> Amen. Hot three's coming up next. What do you have for us? All right. Uh, if you are looking to buy airline tickets, What's the best day of the week for you to purchase them? Also, the latest weight loss research interesting uh, reveals an interesting link between losing weight and this. And what are the top things that make office workers completely lose their cool? We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there. 
there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. If you have been looking at airline tickets recently, you might be wondering what the best day to fly is. Well, if you want the cheapest tickets, the answer is there is no best day. They're all ridiculously expensive right now. But if you want to know when everyone is in the best mood, the best day to fly is Wednesday. The data comes from um, Happy or Not, those kiosks in the airport where you can push a button to share your mood. Have you ever seen those? I've seen those at businesses, too. Yeah. Who's pressing those buttons? Do you press your mood button? Do you press the mood button? I've pressed one once. I can't remember where I was at. And I was the... I was the second to the happiest. I wasn't the full happy, but I was like second to it. I was just like, I was pleasant, but I wasn't neutral. So I got it. What about you? If you had to press a button right now, right now for being here at work, where would you be on that happy or not scale? The highest level. The I'm highest gr- level? Yeah, I'm in a great mood right now. Yeah, I'm uh, very happy to be right now. Let's change that. <laughs> let's bring him down. No. I, I forget what business I was at. The first time I saw one of those happiness things, I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'll go press it. But I remember walking up to it, and the buttons look so greasy and dirty. It, it automatically decreased my happiness. I didn't even touch it. Then you should have pressed the last one, the worst one. It's all greasy and slimy, though. It's like they didn't take care of it. Yeah, that is pretty gross. People are happiest on Wednesdays and in the mornings. They're the most irritable on Sundays and late at night. So if you take the last flight on a Sunday night, that's probably your best shot at getting punched on a plane or something. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep that in mind. Don't don't fly Sunday nights. (laughs) That was Mike Tyson. You know that that airline rage? He was beating up that guy? Yeah. That was a Sunday night flight. Well, I don't blame him. That guy was being rude. I mean, you shouldn't punch anyone, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I think yeah, I think Tyson had the right to turn around and push the guy and maybe one punch, but the multiple punches was a little excessive. Yeah, that was probably too much. <laughs> um, also this morning, the latest weight loss research reveals a very interesting link between clutter and fat. Bedroom clutter, they say, blocks the brain waves that are needed for sound sleep, and it activates the hormones that dramatically increase your appetite. While disorder in the kitchen causes the stress hormone cortisol to soar, which increases the urge to impulsively eat. In other words, if you keep your house in order, you have a better chance of maybe losing weight than you do if it is filled with clutter. Yeah, for me, I just feel better. Every night when I go to bed, everything has to be organized and put away in a certain spot. So I wake up, come downstairs first thing in the morning. It's a nice, clean, organized house. I feel better that way. Yeah, I do too. I did. When we were we were having our our party on Sunday for my daughter's graduation, and you know there were th- some things in disarray, and uh, like th- some things got really messed up in the kitchen. I totally, re- I I'll have to tell you what happened later, but um, I totally messed something up in the kitchen. Then you know people were dropping food all over the place, and my husband was having a heart attack. He was just like. And so when everyone left, he and I are like going through the whole house because he cannot sleep. He cannot get a good night's sleep if things are not clean. So we were just going through everything, scouring every inch of of the house that we could. It was so funny. (laughs) I went to use your bathroom 
and um, going on, I, and it's been a while since I've been in your house, and I opened up the closet door thinking it was the bathroom. <laughs> it's right by the bathroom. <laughs> it's, yes. Yeah, it's right by the bathroom. And there was some kind of box thing, like fell out on the floor, uh-huh. and I panicked, so I immediately picked, picked it up, and I just stuffed it back in and <laughs> jammed the door shut. So if Matt opened up the closet door and the bottom was a little disheveled, that was because of me. I felt really bad. Like, I, I don't know what it was. I just picked whatever it was. I picked it up, and I was stuffed it. Bl- was it black? No, I felt it like- It might be my yoga blocks. It was something. Was it, it looked like stuff in a container, maybe? Container. It just fell to the ground. I panicked. <laughs> I don't want people to think I was snooping through your closets. What's in here? <laughs> don't mind if I do. <laughs> and I jammed that thing back in and shut the door. Oh, man. That's that's my MO. I'm like, that's probably why it fell in the first place. See, my husband's like, we got to clean. I'm like, okay, I'll just stuff stuff, stuff in <laughs> this closet. Everything's stuffed in that closet. <laughs> All right. Finally, this morning, every workday has its ups and downs, but everyone has one thing that sets them off every time. Like when, you know, someone cooks fish in the microwave, you know, that's why do they do that at work? Do you? Oh, it's disgusting. It's, it's awful. Well, a new poll produced a list of the 30 things that make office workers lose their cool. And um, chances are at least one sets you off. But here are the highlights. Number five, the things that make office workers lose their cool. Inappropriate work conversations. What are your thoughts on that? Um, if you're going to have them, I'm assuming you're having with someone that is down with that kind of conversation. I don't, some, there's some conversations I don't want to hear. So if you want to have it in, in privacy at the office, that's cool. But if, look, what are you talking about? If you and Steph are talking about your relationships or something over the weekend and I walk in on you guys. Is that inappropriate to talk about our relationships? No, I don't know. Like, oh, Matt did this. Like, um, I don't like. I, let me think of something that would be like. Give me a conversation. Um, Okay. Uh, I don't care for politics in the work. Someone starts talking politics, I walk away. Oh yeah, that would be inappropriate. That's a that's actually a perfect example. Where I was going to go is totally not. But that's why my mind first. Something. Give me give Steph the inappropriate conversation. Oh Steph, did you see our coworker Bob? He's wearing gray sweatpants today. Ooh, the gray sweatpants in summertime too. Baby, (laughs) honey sugar. Wow, Mercedes, I didn't. I thought I was the only one that noticed. Yeah, I love me some gray sweatpants on a nice hard body. JC, what are your thoughts? Bob is wearing sweatpants at the office. How unprofessional! You don't know the gray. You don't know the gray sweatpants thing because you can see the dong, right? <laughs> Whoa! Wow, this got really inappropriate, JC. <laughs> Why'd you take it there? Why'd you take it? There? We were talking in code. You just because you can see the dong. And this is why it's just me and Mercedes in this conversation. <laughs> Who's wearing gray sweatpants at the office? By the way, this is true. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, and number four was the printer not working. Well, that'll make anyone lose their cool. Uh, when your computer decides to do an update at the worst time. Oh my gosh, yes. That that actually <laughs> almost happened to me this morning. It's like, it said, about to download update. You know, do you want to proceed? I'm like, no, if you do, I won't be on my computer for another hour. Yeah. It's going to take forever. You can delay the ones here at the office, like the two computers I use here. It always pops up in the morning and asks if I want to update it or delay it for five hours. I delay it after the show. Whoever's the next after us, sorry let them about deal with that. It. Um, then a big workload is number two, and the worst thing that makes office workers lose their cool is unreasonable colleagues, like Bob in his <laughs> in his sweatpants, <laughs> and that's it. All right, coming up in the seven o'clock hour, you're going to go see Katy Perry. We've got your tickets at seven forty. 
two Nelly songs in one morning. It's only 7.01. Amazing. I love it. It's a way to end the month. <laughs> That's how you wrap up the month of May. It's Mix 94.1. Thank you guys so much for joining us on this Tuesday morning. We've been talking a little bit about it this morning over the weekend. I had a little get together for my daughter who is graduating today. As a matter of fact, she is finally graduating. And so we had a, a celebration on Sunday because just with the three-day weekend, it was a lot easier with people to come into town before the actual graduation. So it was really nice to have you guys at the house and you guys get to meet my family and they got to meet you and they they you know loved seeing you, JC. My family was so excited to finally meet you, Steph. They heard so much about you. So I was so glad you guys were able to come over. Yeah, it was really special. It's been it's been a couple of years since I've seen your family and, and a lot of laughs. Your brother-in-law, Andrew, is awesome. Your sister's fantastic. And then to see Marcos and just catch up with him, his kids... The last time I would have seen Sam, would that have been your father's funeral? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a really long time. So, and they, yeah, they're just growing and, and it's just, yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had the best time until the end of the night. And I think you were, you were long gone at this point. Um, I was, we were kind of doing some cleanup. Have you, what, what, when did you have a party or a get together and what ruined it? I feel like. Oh, an otherwise amazing time got completely ruined um, at my house on Sunday night because of me. I messed it up. I, I totally screwed something up on uh, at the party. So we're cleaning up and I had ordered a couple of charcuterie boards. There's a couple of there's a business that will make like, you know, I put some meats and cheeses on one. We did a dessert one for the other. And when it came, the woman delivered it and she's like, I just wanted to let you know some of the um some of the things got rustled around in the car. So just be, be aware of that. And I was like, Oh, okay. Thanks. You know, thanks for letting me know. So I opened it. It was like cellophane wrapped and, um, everything looked fine to me. I mean, a couple of things fell off and I just kind of put them back on and rearranged it and it was fine. So I put this charcuterie board on my, uh, kitchen counter uh, or on the Island for everyone to just pick at and graze and whatever. Well, we got brand new countertops when we did our remodel they're white they're quartz they can stain easily if you don't like take things off of them quickly so i put this charcuterie board down everyone eats it i'm going to to clean up at the end of the night and i pick up the board and there's just this huge purple mark on my white countertops and i'm like what the i look under the board and there was a smashed blueberry on the bottom of it that just soaked into my white countertops. So that quartz, it soaks in? It's porous. Oh, whoa. I felt sick to my stomach. I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm trying to like clean it off. I'm like, you know, spraying on it. It's not budging. It's just in there. And I'm just, I want to cry. And then I also think the second my husband sees this, he's going to flip out. He is going to get so mad. It was my fault. I should have looked. I just didn't think to look underneath, you know. And so we're doing everything we can. One of our friends, she lives in the neighborhood. She's like, oh, I have something that takes off everything. I've had wine in my countertop. She also has white countertops. Uh, It takes everything off. I'll go get it. So she ran down. She brought it back up. We're spraying it on. Doesn't budge. No. I'm like. 
Oh my gosh. I, I can't. I'm so upset. I'm trying not to cry in front of everyone. My husband is, you know, um, have you ever seen the movie? What, what's the movie with the emotions where there's like joy, uh, happiness or joy, envy, anger. Oh, like the movie seven. No, 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 no. <laughs> Well, there are all those. <laughs> it's a Pixar movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Well, I was thinking of Seven, too. They have all those Inside things. Inside Out. Until it's... we see Wrath at the end. Was Matt Wrath? <laughs> no. I'm talking about the movie Inside Out. Yes. If you've never seen the, the guy that plays Anger, that's what Matt looked like at the end of the night. He was so angry. <laughs> so we did everything we could. I'm like, what can we do? We'll call, you know, we'll call a granite person. Maybe they can help us. Whatever. I couldn't sleep that night. I was just so upset. I ruined the party. Completely ruined the we party. We didn't ruin the party because the party was over at that point, right? So the party yeah, was a I huge success. You ruined, your, you ruined the countertops. I ruined the vibe. Everyone was all upset. All my guests are trying to help me get it out. I was just like, oh. So, you know, just to just to kind of put a bow on this one, though, the next morning I woke up early. I started Googling things, putting vinegar on it, putting baking soda on it. Da, 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 da. Nothing worked. I had to leave to run a couple errands. I come home. I look at the countertop. It's gone. And I'm like, what happened? Oh, my gosh. And my husband had this one kind of cleaner. He's like, I, I had this cleaner tucked away. I tried it, and it, it lifted it out. I was so happy. I, I couldn't stop crying out of happiness. I couldn't believe it. Oh, so the joy came back. Yes. <laughs> we can celebrate so the party happy. then. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, I totally ruined the vibe at the end of the party. It felt so bad. Oh, yeah, that moment of panic, too. And the, the remodel is, what, even a year old, two years old? Yeah, two years old. And uh, I ruined our countertops. <laughs> but, luckily, my husband fixed it. <laughs> oh. It was so frustrating. So, yeah, you know. Well, that initial moment, too, when you pick up the board and you see it, that panic sets in. I'm sure you the initial thought is to wipe it, and you realize it's not coming off. It was no. just stuck. I, I'll get the name. I'm already getting a couple of texts like, what is the name of the product? Um, I'll get it. I think it was called Bona, B-O-N-A, Bona um, it, it, granite cleaner, and he had that, and he tried it, and it came right out. I couldn't believe it. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> party saved. <laughs> now coming up here in the dirt, Johnny Depp makes his first public appearance as he awaits the verdict in the Amber Heard case, and the crowd response was pretty interesting. Details in about ten minutes. Harry Styles, as it was on Mix ninety four point one. We never gossip, or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, Johnny Depp is not sitting on his hands while he waits the verdict in his defamation case against Amber Heard. On Sunday, he was rocking out on stage with Jeff, uh, Jeff Beck. They were in England. So the defamation case went to jury after closing arguments on Friday. If you didn't know, Johnny is suing Amber for $50 million. She's countersuing for him for $100 million. The jury did have time to deliberate on Friday, but no decision was made. We'll be back in the court today, but um, Johnny Depp does a surprise appearance. Standing ovation for Johnny Depp when he joins Jeff Beck on stage. When you uh, said he's not sitting on his hands, I immediately went to sit on my hands to see what that felt like. I'm doing it now. Just, sit and do it. I've never, done, I've never done that before. Sat on your hands? I've never sat on my hands. 
keeps them warm. It's nice. My hands were cold, but not, not anymore. You feel your butt, too? Yeah. You can't do anything? <laughs> kind of trapped? You're stuck. You're stuck. <laughs> I gotta lift my hands up. It's like, what are those things? What was that thing that you um, played with as a kid where you put your fingers in two sides of it? Oh, those and handcuffs. Stuff? Yeah. yeah uh-huh. It's like that. It's, a, it's like a makeshift handcuff for yourself. You're just you're just stuck. And the gimmick on that thing, you pull too tight, and then was it bamboo? What were they made of? Or what were they made of? Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember, something. like, whenever we went to a carnival or a, f- a fair or something, that was what I would always end up with because I never got enough tickets for anything else. <laughs> you ever get multiple ones and put them on, like, four of your fingers? Oh, my gosh. It's impossible yeah, to get them it's off. awful. Let's talk about Harry's house. His album debuted at number one. Harry's House sold 521,000 copies in its first week. It's the largest week of 2022 for any album, and only the fourth album in the last 18 months to earn at least 500,000 units in a single week. He sold 6,800 cassettes and 21,000 CDs. Now, how does this compare to his other albums? You go back to 2017. In his album, Harry Styles, in his first week, he sold 56,000 copies. And then his last album, which came out in 2019, his first week, he sold 49,000 copies. So, boy, that is a jump. Yeah, that's pretty huge. It's such a good album, too. Listen to the whole thing. It's great. Now, BTS's new album comes out on June 10th. It's called Proof. Do you think they will beat Harry Styles? I do. I do. Uh, plans are in motion. Army has uh, has met, and Army is going to make sure that happens. Well, okay. <laughs> now, the record for first week sales for an album belongs to Adele in her album, 25. 3.3 million copies sold. Will BTS and Proof beat Adele in 3.3 million copies? I don't know. I don't know. I know I have my pre-orders in. I bought multiple albums, too. Do, is why? <laughs> because you get different cards with each album. And Smart. so so I got I got four. <laughs> My daughter got four. So between the two of us, we got eight. And then we made her sister buy two. <laughs> so, so there's ten albums in my family. Matt's not in on the party on this okay, one? Okay, fine. He's got two also. <laughs> so 12. That is very smart of the band. <laughs> Gee, they, they might beat Adele. They might. <laughs> I mean, I for Adele, her, I, I bought one. Our whole family in our household bought one. Yeah, Adele didn't have different album covers and little Easter eggs inside yeah, of either. Yeah, so <laughs> 12 versus one. If the rest of ARMY did that, there's a good chance they might be right oh, up there. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> now, here's let's do a little pop quiz here. Out of these three albums, which sold the most copies in their first week? In sync and no strings attached. Britney Spears. Oops, I did it again. Or Taylor Swift in her album 1989. First week sales, which of those three had the most? say Britney on that one. First week, Britney had 1.3 million albums sold, but the winner is actually in sync with 2.4 oh, million wow. copies. That was such a huge album, too. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, last one here. So Owen Wilson, I thought this, oh, this is kind of a bummer. Owen Wilson parked his Tesla 
in front of his Santa Monica home on Saturday night. Goes in, does his thing, wakes up Sunday morning, comes outside, and someone had stolen all of his rims and tires. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> okay. The cost to replace it is about $4,000. He's got the money, but it's kind of an inconvenience. Have you ever woken up in the morning, come outside, and someone just stole something odd from you? Uh, knock on wood. No, not not yet. I did when I was uh, living with my parents. I did go out to my uh, car, and my back windshield was completely shattered. No, like someone threw a rock at it. Well, they did it to a couple of cars too. Was there a rock inside the car? No, that's a thing. Baseball bat. We didn't find one, and, but we saw a couple other cars on the street. The same thing happened. So yeah, maybe it was a baseball bat. They or just something. drove around smashing windows. Yeah, it, 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 it didn't like come in. It was just. It was cracked, mm-hmm. like a huge crack, but it didn't, there wasn't glass inside the car. It was really, yeah, it was really inconvenient. Oh, dang. <laughs> I had a mountain bike at UNLV. It lived in Boyd Hall at the dorms there. It came out one morning, and my bike was secure, but my handlebars were missing. <laughs> They're like, you know, I need some handlebars. <laughs> Let's take these ones. <laughs> like, man, how do you ride a bike without handlebars? <laughs> Coming up this hour, those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry this Friday at Resorts World. Those tickets at 740. Let's go. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. Let's go. On Mix 94.1. We were just talking about this. Uh, coming up on June 10th, BTS is going to release Proof, which is a three-disc anthology album that includes dozens of the past hit songs and remastered demos. And when Proof was first announced, fans were told to expect um, some new songs. There's going to be a total of five on them. Two of them are only going to be available on CD. You can't get download them. So uh, their fan base army, everyone's like, they have plans. They're like, everyone has to, you know, stream it this many times. Make sure you watch, have watched, you know, watched it on YouTube. Order your copies. And I just confessed to JC that uh, my daughter and I have ordered multiple copies of the CD and set. And not just because because we want them to have a great uh, sales record, but we also you get the little collectors cards, and they're different ones. The, the little trading cards of the members, and and uh, my daughter is big into that world. She has a trading account on Instagram. She trades with people from all over the country, and so the goal was to also get her more of those, so she could she could trade those. And you were shocked to hear how how many <laughs> albums we're actually buying. Here's the thing, though, because Adele, we were talking about who has the record for most sales in the first week, and it's Adele with. 3.3 million. So I asked Mercedes, can proof beat this? And based on the amount of albums that you get, so you bought what, four? Mm-hmm. So if you bought four, you made Brooklyn buy two. Mm-hmm. And Matt, I have a feeling you made him buy two as well. <laughs> yes. So four, six, eight albums coming to your house alone. Do I have the math right here? Uh, 12. No, wait, oh. wait, four, four. Oh, so he's four. Yeah, four, yeah, four, yeah. yeah, 12. 12 albums coming to your house. Has anyone, is anyone else doing this? You're part of the army, multiple albums coming. And then anyone else in the past, have you bought multiple albums? Your favorite artist, they're putting an album out, and have you bought multiple copies for whatever reason? If so, what was the album, and why did you buy multiple copies? What was your reason for the multiple copies? Oh, what if you just wore out the CD, and it's got so scratched because you listened to it too much? I did that with two albums. Two albums. I had to buy multiple copies. One we just played a song from. Alanis Morissette. Oh my gosh. I, Jagged Little Pill. Mm-hmm. I actually think I had like three or four copies of that one. That was my favorite album. So I, I had to buy multiple copies. I was constantly listening to that CD. And then the other one, same reason, but I only had two. It was The Tragic Kingdom by No Doubt CD. 
just hit after hit after hit on that album. So I had multiple copies of two albums. Alanis Morissette's Jagged Little Pill and No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom. What about you? 702-364-9400. For me, it was... Do you remember the Howard Stern's movie, Howard Stern's Private Parts? It was based on his book. I love that movie. It was a great movie. Great movie about radio, too. I was a huge Howard Stern fan in the 90s. Like I was one of the first Howard Stern fans, to be honest. Late 80s, 90s. You were, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest, I was. <laughs> oh, so you were the first Howard Stern no, fan? No, <laughs> I was one of the first. How do you know you were one of the first? Because, okay... <laughs> Howard's, I'm one of the first. <laughs> Howard Stern was on in New York City, and my dad used to commute to New York City, and he would listen to Howard. And then Howard came down to Philly, and John DeBella was the big radio guy in Philly. And Howard came to Philly, and all my buddies were on Team John DeBella. And my dad's like, Howard Stern's pretty funny. A little raunchy, but pretty funny. So I started listening to Howard Stern. All my friends, John DeBella fan, fans. I'm like, Howard Stern's where it's at, you guys. How, uh, John DeBella's still doing radio in Philly. But Howard Stern went on to, gr- I mean, huge success. I was one of the Never original. heard of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Howard who? I was one of the first Howard Stern's fans in the Philadelphia area. I should have saved that for two truths and lies. There's no way you can prove that. Yes, I can. There's no way you can prove that. Can they pro- didn't give out little buttons that said, you're one of the first. I can prove oh, it. I have a feeling that there were a lot of Howard Stern fans and still are. Well, you, based on my friends, because I remember sitting in the lunchroom. Okay, la- of your group of yes, friends then. Yes, in the lunchroom. I was like, you made it sound like in the world. <laughs> I was one of the first Howard Stern fans, to be honest. I started the petition to bring him down to Philly. <laughs> so you had multiple copies of, yeah, when, of what? When his, sound, when his movie came out, Private Parts, in gosh 1997 the movie came out he released a soundtrack but he had different covers maybe four or five different covers i bought two of them i had one where he's standing he's naked behind the empire state building and then i remember the other copy was it was just his his face on the cover of the soundtrack so i bought i got two out of maybe four or five copies that he put out Wow. Because I was one of the first Howard Stern fans. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> to, if I'm, if I'm being honest, guys. <laughs> Not if I'm lying like I usually do. I say to be honest all the time. I hate it. when I The second I say it, I'm like, why did I say that? It makes it sound like everything else I say is a lie. Oh, it's all a lie for me. <laughs> this is the one truth I told today. <laughs> Steph, is there a song or an album that you bought multiple copies of? Gosh, I'm trying to remember even the last time I bought an album. But it had to have been Britney Spears, one of her albums for sure. I was obsessed with Britney Spears, especially Oops, I Did It Again. Yeah, so good. I we would I would rewatch the video and I would learn the dance right here. Got lost in the game. Uh, with the I, heart part. Yeah. Oh, baby, baby. Hey, go back to, I'm sorry, we're back to Atlantis and No Doubt. Can't they put out a better quality CD? We, I mean, it's a CD. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, what the, I scratched it. It, oh, was, my, it, was, it was user oh, okay. error. It was my fault. Was it very smart of Atlantis. And then I'd let my friends use it and we'd flip it to each other. And like, <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. It was a coaster. <laughs> um, my husband is actually on the phone. Hello. Hey, good morning. Good morning. The card thing is no joke. They had a separate line down at Allegiant just so people could buy butter boxes. And I mean, they bought butter boxes like by the case. We're talking and they BTS, all were, yeah. They were squealing and screaming and high-fiving because they came with a special card. And they were swapping cards right there in the parking lot. And I, I could not believe that people were buying so many of these butter boxes and by the case. It was just unbelievable. The Army is nothing to fool around with. <laughs> the <laughs> Army is the real deal. What did you say the Adele goal or the Adele number was? Again? Adele number was 3.3 million copies of her album, 25 in one week. Matt, do you think BTS and the new album will beat that? 
Oh, the pre-sale smashed that. This, the pre-sale alone destroyed Adele's number, no doubt. Oh my God. The, the, the goals. Adele. The goals are seven million pre-orders, and then over five point seven one million debut sales. Are they showing what the pre-order numbers are yet? No, or no, those are the. But those are the goals that they're setting. They have a whole like list uh-huh. of what the goals are. How many Spotify streams? How many Shazam streams? How many YouTube views? Like, ARMY has set a goal. And it's like, it's craziness. They've got a strategy for this war yeah, coming up. for sure. Wow. <laughs> um, we're getting a bunch of texts. Thanks, babe. Talk to you later. Um, a lot of people say I had a lot of copies of Backstreet Boys Millennium. Um, I think we all had a copy of each. Uh, I have three copies of K7. Swing, bada, 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 swing. I love that that song. Um, yeah, it's just if you're a fan, you gotta you gotta get multiple copies. Support support your artist. But now it doesn't matter because a lot of people just download or stream. Yeah, but that's still get you still get credit for that though. If you're yeah, streaming the album, because the numbers on Harry Styles, the streaming numbers album were just through the roof as well. And to think, you keep saying June 10th is coming out June 10th. In my mind, I'm like, we got months, months no. away. Tomorrow's June 1st. The countdown is on. Oof. I know. Coming up here in about five minutes, tickets for you to go see Katy Perry this Friday night over at Resorts World, and we also have the Hot Three. What do you have for us? To be honest, guys, we're going to talk about uh, the most nostalgic Disney movies of all times. What are they? Number one will surprise you. It surprised me. Uh, we'll talk about that. Also, are more Americans night owls or early birds? And someone defaced the Mona Lisa. Guess what they did to it? We'll talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Sheeran Shivers. It is Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning. Ariana. Yes. Your caller 20. <laughs> You're welcome. We are so happy to send you to see Katy Perry. She is at Resorts World with her residency play. And you are going to see it. Congratulations. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Ariana, we're grateful for you for listening to the show. We appreciate you. Have fun. The show's this Friday night. You're going to have a blast. And if you want to go see Katy Perry, we have your tickets coming up at the 9 o'clock hour. Be here at 940 for your tickets to go see Katy Perry. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 it is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. A new study is revealing what is considered to be the most nostalgic Disney film of all time, alongside other massive titles that are loved by millions. And topping the list for most nostalgic Disney movie of all time, 
Mm, I don't want to reveal it yet because I was really surprised. I never would have said this. I would have guessed 10 times and not one of my guesses would have been this movie. What do you think is the most nostalgic Disney movie of all time? I have not seen this list, but my guess is Lion King. No. The original. 1994, was it? The Lion King didn't even make the top 10 for most. Now, when I say nostalgic, I think... I think the key is we got to think a little older. Old school? Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty is not in the top 10. Alice in Wonderland, is that Disney? That is Disney, and that is also not in the top 10. This is is shocking, right? Bambi. Bambi is in the top 10. Bambi's in the top 10. It's number four. If this was Family Feud, my family would be out. I know. You would have already gotten your, yeah. your strikes. Um, so let, I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you five through two. And if you want to take a guess, 702-364-9400. Number five is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Mm. Four is Bambi. Number three is 101 Dalmatians. So like these are all... These are all the older Disney movies uh, before, you know, your your Lion Kings and your Toy Story. Well, that's Pixar, but like uh, Little Mermaid, uh, Mulan, stuff like that. Number two is Mary Poppins. Oh, spoonful of sugar, right? Yes. And supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Um, and number one, the number one. Oh, yeah. yeah yes. 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 Uh, how about how about Peter Pan? Not Peter Pan. Ah, you're, you're the new family, so you you got one strike. Okay, let's uh move on to Dolores. Dolores, uh, how are you today? Ah, yes, I'm great. I'm great. Uh, Dolores, um, oh, number, on, Dolores, yeah. yeah, Dolores, yeah, and Dolores. Number one, uh, most uh most nostalgic Disney movie of all time. Looking up at the board, we've got the top five answers on the board. Snow White is number five. Bambi number four. 101 Dalmatians is number three, and Mary Poppins is number two. What do you think, Dolores? I'm going to go with Fantasia. Do I see Fantasia? Ah, oh, oh, Dolores, no, why did I bring you Dolores. here? You disappointed my family. Oh, no, sorry. We're going to move <laughs> you're on. You're the to... least favorite aunt. Okay, uh, Edgar, you're the you're our last hope here, Edgar. Um, hey, yes, I'm Uncle if, Edgar. If you don't uh, if you don't get this, it's going to go. The money's going to go to the other team. The I have it. Most nostalgic Disney movie of all time. Show me Steamboat Willie. Oh gosh. Oh man, <laughs> Uncle Edgar! Wasn't that the first? Wasn't that the first what? Mickey Mouse movie? Steamboat Willie. Yeah, was it, there was a Steamboat Willie movie. I swear to you, there was. I didn't dream this up. Wait. I know, I know, there was a. But I mean, that's just literally the last th- thing I thought you would say. Um, the number one answer, most nostalgic Disney movie of all time, is the Jungle Book. Oh, Jungle Book. Oh. Again, I never would have guessed that, but there you go. That's a good one, though. Yeah. Um, Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie. It wasn't even in the top 10. So the other ones were Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Lady and the Tramp, Dumbo, and Aladdin. I think Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin were the most, like, recent of Mm -hmm. all of them. But um, also this morning, not many things tend to be, you know, black and white these days. Everyone kind of falls in the middle of things, except when it's a question of whether you're a night owl or an early bird. Even if your lifestyle fights it, everyone has a default setting on this, right? Well, in a new poll, 22% of Americans say they are a total night owl. Another 28% said that they're somewhat of a night owl. So that's 50%. 
17% of people say they're a total early bird. And another 19% say they're somewhat of an early bird. That's 36%. 8% claim they're neither. And 6% say they're just not sure. Interestingly, women were far more likely to be night owls than men. And less surprisingly, young adults are more likely to be night owls, while older people are more into getting up early and, you know, dozing off a little earlier. (laughs) What would you classify yourself as? I would say I'm somewhat of an early bird. If... You sometimes I'll sleep it well, but sleeping into me is like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. But just with our lifestyle, it's kind of trained me to be somewhat of an early bird. How about you? I was not owl, but the transition started to take place probably three, four years ago where I'm early bird. Weekends, I still like getting up early. Weekends, I get up at five o'clock on the weekends. Oh, wow. See, I don't even get up that early. <laughs> like my, my, my body opens its eyes at 3.30 and I'm like, uh, weekend. And I go back to sleep mm-hmm. after that. But that's a, that's do you have an alarm that wakes you up or do you wake up naturally at that time? I set an alarm for 5.15, but normally I get up right before it. So I get up before the alarm goes off. But yeah, 5.15 is, wow. is summertime uh, year round. I get up. I just I, I like my my mornings on the weekends. I get up and have a nice slow, long breakfast, first cup of coffee, piece of bread with butter on it. And I eventually get to my eggs and toast. Watch Steamboat Willie. Watch Steamboat <laughs> Willie from 1928. <laughs> oh, finally this morning. Is it weird that th- that a lot of people are more upset about the uh, wasted cake here than the priceless art? A 36-year-old man in Paris is facing charges for using a piece of cake to vandalize the Mona Lisa on Sunday. So he was disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair, apparently. It sounds like he did that to gain access to a handicapped area right next to the painting. He either threw the cake, he smeared it, or both. Then security removed him from the building. Officials at the Louvre uh, confirmed the attack did involve a pastry. Um, Well, it's French, so it would be... But um, it ended up being a weird climate change protest. While they were walking, the guy yelled out, artists tell tell you to think of the earth. That's why I did this. The Mona Lisa itself was not damaged. It's actually behind bulletproof glass. It's been behind there ever since someone threw a rock at it in 1956 and someone else tried to douse it with acid. What? Why? Why would you do that? A woman also threw a mug at it in 2009. The pastry guy tried to smash the glass before smearing the cake, but couldn't break it, obviously. But he is being investigated for damaging a cultural artifact. So he goes to this whole thing, and then they just escort him away and get some Windex and... Yeah, they just down. walked okay. it right off. It's Come on up next. Perfectly fine. Looks good. <laughs> hey, it's Tuesday, so we have Try It Tuesday coming up here in about 20 minutes, and we had to do a little pre-prep this morning. Yeah, we all had to eat something. <laughs> Thank you, JC, for the uh, egg bites from Star. Starbucks, of course. I was like, I need something in my stomach. You need, would you have a bagel? I had a bagel. Yeah. Steph had a bagel as well. We got some bagels and we had, we had some breakfast, which we normally don't do during the show. Yeah. I never eat this early. So I feel nice and full and I'm prepared for Try It Tuesday. And when you find out what we're trying today, you're going to completely understand why we wanted to eat something <laughs> before we are doing it. And that's coming up right around 8.15. It is 8.02 Tuesday morning. Want to do a quick shout out to all of the graduating class of 2022. I'm looking here at some of the the schedule for today. It looks like Canyon Springs High School's graduation is today. Uh, Desert Oasis is today. We have uh, uh, Green Valley High School is graduating today. Uh, What else here? Uh, I'm going down the entire list. Uh, Liberty High School. um, Palo Verde is graduating today. 
We have Spring Valley High School, Sunrise Mountain High School, and West Career and Technical Academy all having graduations today. Um, Many are at the Orleans Arena and the MGM Grand Garden Arena. So congratulations to all of the graduates today and the ones that had them in the past uh, few days. Just so excited for all of you. What, What a momentous occasion. We're so proud of you guys. You did it. You made it. Enjoy the summer and whatever your future plans. Hold for you, whether it be college or you jump right into a career. Good for you. We're very happy for you. And this weekend, we celebrated your daughter, Sophie, who's gradu- graduating high school. And you had that wonderful party. And you had something really cool there. Actually, I stole something from the party. Hope you don't get mad. Oh, yes. I knew it. I was missing my vase <laughs> no, and, a, that wasn't and me. a bottle of whiskey. I thought my boss took it, but it was you. Nope. J-Love, J-Love stole the whiskey. Yeah. I stole. You had this cute little thing, these cards to fill out for Sophie. And they were advice for the graduate cards. It was kind of fill in the blank with these different questions and scenarios, and we all had to fill them out. And were we supposed to put our names on these? Yeah. I, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, good. Because uh, there was a couple that didn't have names on it. And she's like, I wonder who this is from. I didn't I didn't read any of them, though. I want to know, what did you say for them? And it was really cool. So maybe you guys want to jump in with some advice here, and, and we can uh, say what we put down on our card. And the first one was, don't be afraid to blank. And on that one, I put down, try new things. Don't be, I would say... Don't be afraid of failure because it, it just makes you better. In oh, the yeah. End. Yeah. That would be my advice on that one. We had the second one, be prepared to. And on that one, I, I put down, miss your family. I was going to say the same thing. Really? That's the first thing that popped in my head. Be prepared to miss your family. Uh, yeah, I think that's. I, I think it's it's finally hitting my daughter. She sent me the sweetest uh, text message after uh, the party just thanking me for everything. And part of it was like it finally hit me tonight being around the people that I love the most that I'm going to be leaving them. And it makes me just want to cry. But I'm also excited for this next chapter or something like that. And I was just like, oh, yeah, she's going to miss us a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the upside of being in San Diego, it is a car ride. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's uh, bring that laundry home for the weekend, Sophie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> if, you, if you miss it that much, you can jump in the car and 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 drive home. Always keep blank. What did I put for that one? What would you put for that one? Always keep. I would say always keep your family in your heart. Ooh, that's what I would say. Oh, I think I put always keep cash on hand. <laughs> <laughs> That's great advice. I did. I put cash on hand. Except a lot of places don't take cash anymore. We went to the Top Gun screening last week, and Uh my husband, he's standing there, orders a bunch of concessions for all of us, and all he had was cash. He didn't bring his wallet. He just had some cash. And so they're like, sorry, we don't take cash. And he's like, well, I got nothing else. He's like, do you take Apple Pay? They're like, no, only credit cards. So our boss had to buy all our concessions (laughs) for us because we didn't have any. Any credit cards on us? Well, Legion Stadium is the same way. Yeah. It was last year, SummerSlam, WWE. The, all the machines went down. I walk up to the bar and like, we can't, do, the, the machines are down. I'm like, don't worry, I got cash. Like, well, we don't take it. Well, you kidding so, me? so your advice is not not good. It's all, It should be always keep a credit card yes. on you. <laughs> but here's the other thing. One of my other, I'll jump ahead. What One of the things was um, um, don't allow yourself to, and I put underneath that, get a credit card. <laughs> JC, your your advice is whack. <laughs> no, because I was thinking, I remember going to UNLV, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong if they, they stopped doing this, but like the first day walking around the campus, hey, sign up for a Discover card. You can, and you'll get a free Domino's pizza. Why? No money. 
You, g- you give me a credit card and I get a free pizza? Yeah, right? Sign me up. Next thing you know, I had five credit cards. I think the limit was $200 on each of them. Minimal stuff, but I had no money. So next thing you know, by the end of the semester, I've got three or four credit cards and they're already maxed out with and, no job. And did you like, were you the person who was like, don't worry, I'll buy it, guys. I bought stuff for all my friends. They didn't care. Mm-hmm. They never paid me back. But uh, yeah, that was a bad, I'd say get one credit card. And just be very careful. Be smart with be it. Be very careful. What would you put down for be open to? Be open to different ideas and opinions. Just be open to them. At least listen to them. Because if anything, it gives you a perspective on how other people are thinking. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you? Uh, what did I put down? Be open to, I think, put down trying new things. I mean, it's true. It sounds so simple, but it's true. If you're stuck in your ways, you're never going to learn anything new. You know, we all, I mean, this, this is good advice, not just for graduates, but for everyone. Yeah. I remember coming to UNLV. I had zero interest in joining a fraternity. One of the first guys I met, my buddy, Tim, he wanted to join one. So I'm like, yeah, sure. I'll try it out. And I'm I'm so happy that I did. But uh, because I was open to trying new things. I'm like, I'm going to try and experience as much as I can here when I'm in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, Hope you don't blank. Hope you don't give up on yourself. Sometimes it's easy to let yourself get down if you maybe don't get that test grade you were hoping for, or maybe you don't um, win that, you know, student election you were running for or whatever. And it's e- it's easy to give up on yourself. But you, I, I just hope you never do that ever. That's because good. Failure is part of the process. It really is. Did you fill one of these out for your daughter? No, I didn't. Should I, I should. I, I didn't ever. <laughs> I was excited to to have all you guys like giving her advice and stuff. I think I put for hope you don't. I think I put forget us when you're famous. Oh, <laughs> that's so sweet. Yeah, she really enjoyed hanging out with you guys, and she was really she was really happy that you guys made it to the party. I don't expect you to go, but I was able to secure you a ticket if you guys would like to go today. If not, I totally get it. It's, a, it's a graduation. That's very kind yeah, of you. Exactly. <laughs> Don't 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 even don't even <laughs> no, say anything you. I can tell. No, yeah, I, 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 my day is full. Yeah. My day is full today. So yeah, I, I appreciate be, the offer. Though. It's going to be a good day, though. We're excited, and uh, yeah, it was just nice to be surrounded by so many friends and family. Are you going to post pictures and stuff and everything for national graduation? Um, if I get around to it, I will. I I haven't even posted any from the party. Uh, thankfully, other people are posting them <laughs> because I was just like, uh, I've been so crazy. But at some point, I will. Maybe it might be next week, but you know, they'll be out there. <laughs> now, coming up this hour, we have tickets for you to go see the Lumineers, MGM Grand Garden Arena. They're going to be here in July. We've got your tickets around 825, maybe 830 when you win heads up. But coming up next, it's Tuesday and this is good. This is something we've been talking about doing for years and we're finally getting to it. Yeah, we've been talking about doing this and we're so excited to finally test ourselves on a product. We actually will have a guest in studio helping us out with this Try It Tuesday to see if we are as knowledgeable on a certain item as we'd like to think we are. And uh, just a spoiler alert, we had to eat before this. So if that gives you any idea of what we're going to be trying, it's coming up in just about five minutes. It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Coming up here in about 10 minutes, those tickets for you to go see the Lumineers. Those are yours when you win. Heads up. It is Tuesday. That means it's time for Try It Tuesday. And we are going to try something before you buy it. Now, it might be a fad, so you can't really buy that. It might be uh, something that's going viral right now on social media. 
or it could just be a brand new product that we want to try before you do. And today we're doing a little twist on Try It Tuesday. We actually have a very special guest joining us for Try It Tuesday. We're really excited about this. She's in studio with us. She is the general manager from Wally's over at Resorts World, brand new restaurant slash wine. How would you describe it? Her name is Susie. Hi, Susie. Good morning. Yay. Welcome, Susie. It, it's like a store, but a restaurant. Like, it, Describe it to us a little bit. It is. That's what the beauty of it is. I call it a store because it is a retail store first and foremost. Wine from floor to ceiling. There's a cheese box area. You can buy caviar, cheeses, meats, anything from all around the world. And we're so excited you're joining us today because we've talked about doing this for a long time. We we love wine on this show, and we we often want yeah exactly. We often talk about like how can there be a bottle that's fifteen dollars, and then what's the difference between a fifteen dollar bottle of wine and a fifty dollar bottle of wine, and then what's the difference between a fifty dollar bottle of wine and a two hundred dollar bottle of wine, and would we be able to tell the difference if we had them side by side? Are there is it a, are you able to tell? And you're going to put us to the test today. That's right. Now, Mercedes is kind of like the wine connoisseur. Oh, I, I think it's, no, it's, 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 watch it's, me get them all <laughs> If we ranked our wine rankings, it would be Mercedes would be tops. Then yeah. I would come in second. Then Steph, and you come, you're new to the wine world, I'm right? I'm dead last. I do not know. Remember, I, I even talked to the people at Wally's. I was like, Mercedes' favorite wine is the Pinot Noir. And they're like, oh, the Pinot. And I'm like, yeah, that. <laughs> so, well, we're actually going to do, are we doing uh, cabs today, Susie? That's right. Okay. So we're going to, I, and I, the reason I thought cabs would be a good one is because cabs are like full of flavor. They're big, they're big wines. And I, I think they're going to be harder to tell apart. I'm sure you will have no problem with this, Susie, because this is what you do. But can you describe a, a Cabernet Sauvignon to the, to the average wine drinker? I think, I mean, I'm a Cabernet fan myself. So I think this is going to be the juiciest. It has dark fruits, you know, really big bodies Things that people love to eat with like a big steak, you know, so it's like fruitful and just big bodies. When you say Cabernet, I think, I think, this is what I think. I think heavy, I think thick, and I think a bigger hangover. Oh. No. no. Okay, this is good. We're busting oh, myths. Yeah. We're busting myths. This is good. You might turn me on. I might be a cab person after today. Yeah, I think you will be a cab person. Cabs are great. They. I do agree with Susie. Like when you eat a steak, a good cab is good with that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna put us to it. Put you to the test. All of us. We've got three different wines, which I love this because Susie has brought in the glasses. Mm-hmm. She's labeled them. Number one, number two, and number three. We don't know what's what. Only Susie knows, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> give it a shot. Steph uh, pointed out if, if Susie wasn't here, we'd have our wine in Dixie cups. <laughs> yeah, and with Post-it notes number she one. She the beautiful <laughs> glasses. Yes. Look at this. Okay, so let's start with w- number one. Tell us um, a little bit about number one without revealing which one it is, the price point. Tell us what to look for when we taste number one. This is going to be a little, um, I would say. On the fresh side, hmm. you're going to still get some fruits. Okay. And just, we're trying to guess the highest one, right? right? I can't tell you too yeah, much. Yeah, don't tell that. us too yeah. much. But I'm going to smell, I'm getting a nice aroma. I smell like, I kind of smell like licorice on almost on this one. A little mm. peppery. What are you guys smelling? That smells like wine. <laughs> Same. I'm with Jay-Z. I'm like, I just smell wine at this point. Okay, let's let's and if you swirl too, you can look at like the 
the legs on it. I know, that I know. I know how to look for the legs. That I do know. What that, is legs? The legs just gives away that how much alcohol content is in there. Okay. So it's the sugar. If the, if gotcha. they if they run down fast, that means that there's a lot of sugar in it, right? Hmm. Oh, okay. And there and if there's a lot of sugar, that means it's probably cheaper. So oh. look at the legs. Okay. Okay. I am learning right. so right. much. Right. Um, the legs I noticed came down kind of. Did they come down fast? It looked it looked like it to me, but we'll see. Okay, so I'm gonna go in for the taste. Mm. Ooh. Do you like this one? I like this one. <laughs> I'm gonna like all of them. Watch. Ooh, everyone, everyone I taste. Oh, this is good. I like it. <laughs> this is really good. It's delicious. I have a feeling none of them are gonna be bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> They're just can we tell the difference between them? So the tasting points for this one are plum, cherry, and boysenberry. Ooh. I did taste the boysenberry. You did? <laughs> I don't even know what boysenberry tastes like. <laughs> Interesting. I'm not, I'm not trying to drink too much either. I don't want to get too tipsy. Because I'm a lightweight with the wine. Okay. Oh, I love that one. That is, I'm a fan of that one. That one's good. I like it, but I think this is the cheapest one. Really? And I haven't even seen the others. Oh I'm, my I'm, gosh. I'm looking, I'm looking how it's coming down. Don't that, reveal your face to Susie. Uh-oh, she's smiling big. Oh, I'm not. Uh, I, I, I don't know. It yeah. could be yep. a good smile or a bad yes. smile. True. Yeah. True. She could be smiling like, ha-ha, you're but wrong. Like, but like you said, I don't think Susie's bringing in a bad wine. Well, yeah, exactly. I don't think there's any $10 bottles of Barefoot here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's only the only thing I get. <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's the, the cheap bottle is still a good bottle. But I'm just, <laughs> I'm just looking at it. Okay, I'm going to have a little water. Clear my palate. Oh, oh yeah, good call. Yes. Mm-hmm. Drink some water. Okay, so now we're going to go with number two. That was a really good one. Yeah. I did taste the fruitiness of that. We're going to swirl this one around, and oh my gosh, I already see a difference. Really? Yep. Swirl it around and, and just look at, uh, yeah, this one I can already tell is going to be more expensive. Than well, I don't see, I don't even see legs on it. Exactly. We're number two, right? Yeah, on number two. Oh, huh. so, if you, so if you see a lot of legs, then it's a, a cheap wine? And it's not necessarily cheap. It just has more sugar in it. And so it's probably not as heavy. Would you agree, Susie? I agree. Yeah. Okay. So look at that one. Um, wow, that's pretty. I don't see one single leg. Oh, my goodness. I still don't know what I'm looking for. <laughs> like Legs so, are like the strands of it, dripping down. Oh, I see the strand. I'm just kind of like, wow, it's so pretty. I don't, I don't see anything else. Okay. Okay. What, what are your thoughts here, Susie, as we're looking at this if, one? Just as a, as a teaching point, too, if you want to, if you can kind of hold them up to the light, just look at the color difference. Oh, wow. Yep. Okay. One is more like purpley. The other's more like maroon. That's right. Ah, I see that difference for sure. We're getting a lesson here on wine. Susie. (gasps) Yeah, this is awesome. Okay. Ready for the taste on number two? Yeah. Okay. (gasps) Ooh, that was good. That that kind of went straight to my throat though. Wow. (laughs) That was like so silky and just... So I noticed such a difference. Just, I can't believe it. Steph. I am in heaven right now. This is the first like wine tasting I've ever done. So please don't mind me. I'm going to be turning off and on my mic, just coughing. And this is being, this is great. I love this wine. First of all, I love how smooth this was. It, it was a big contrast from the first one. Um, that one was really. Can we go back and try the right. first one to compare? Or is that not allowed? No, you can't. Absolutely. 
We call it revisiting. Mm. Oh. <laughs> hello, number one. <laughs> hello. Hello, hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The difference is huge. Do you taste the difference? You think it's a huge difference? I think it's a huge okay, difference. Okay, wine connoisseurs. All of a sudden, Steph. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> it's still very smooth. You don't. They're, they're all great wines. Yes. But I definitely notice a difference between one and two. Okay. I, I definitely notice a difference. Oh, yeah. I think two is definitely more expensive than one. That's just my. Based on the legs, I didn't see any legs. And the colors, look at the colors. They're so different. Yeah, between one and two, one's definitely a little bit more darker. Susie, when we're at a restaurant and they order a bottle of wine and they give you the pour like this, and you're supposed to taste it. What should you do so you don't look like a, like a fool? Well, I definitely gave you a little bit more than I would give a guest in the restaurant. Okay, they're gonna taste it. <laughs> but no, nothing. It's just honestly, it's personal, personal flavor. We never look for anything that you say. This, you have to look for this in the wine. This so is just swirl it around, snip it, yeah, t- I mean, look with the legs. I, I would swirl with it, with it on the table. Mm-hmm. So you swirl it so as to not spill it mm-hmm. everywhere. Because sometimes people get too much and they give it a big swirl and it splashes out of the glass. So you definitely just want to swirl it on the table side and give it a good smell. Does it smell like it's corked? Does it smell like it's cardboard? We call cat pee is a bad sometimes sign. Okay. Mm. Okay. I'm ready for number three. Are Me you too. guys ready? I'm yeah. already swirling number three. And uh, I, I'm noticing, I'm making some personal observations on number three. I don't want to say my observations yet because I've said them on the first two. What are your observations on number three, guys? I'm still swirling on the table. My observations is she poured a little less than the <laughs> one and two. That's the only observation. I, I really don't see any legs in this one either. Huh. That first one had a lot of legs. I see some. I'm going to drink some water before we do this last one. I already have my predictions. I wonder. Okay. Um, So, yeah, I don't want you to say too much about it, Susie, because I don't want you to give anything away. But can you give us some taste in this one, maybe? Number three? This is going to be full body and more muscular black fruit. So Mm. if you're looking at your first one. The JC of wine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We have each member of the show is a glass of wine. You have to figure out who's who. (laughs) Steph's the fruity one. (laughs) Mine's the cheapest because I like them all. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Um, I really like this one. I I do think it's got... um, I like it better than the first one, but I don't like it better than the second one. I think it was, I, I think it's really good. It's smooth. I definitely taste like, yeah, there's, I taste a lot of fruit in this one, but it's smoother than the first one. I it think. is smooth. Um, I like this one a lot. My favorite is number two. Number two, I th- was just like drinking a glass of silk. I thought that was fantastic, but, um, I really do like number three also. Yeah, one was my favorite. Then I tried that three. I like three a lot. I think three, I definitely taste the masculine side. I think of the cardboard that you were talking about earlier. I feel like I taste a little bit of that. But also at the same time, at the aftertaste, I do taste a little bit of the fruit. Wouldn't it be great if Susie stopped at 7-Eleven and bought all three bottles from 7-Eleven <laughs> and they're all garbage wine and we're all like, oh, this is so good. <laughs> like, up oh, $10 bottles each. Uh, I, I'm going to make my predictions and I want you guys to make yours too. I think number one is the least expensive. I think number two is the most, that. most expensive. And I think number three is right in the middle. 
So you go one, three, two. Is how you're ranking them? Or wait, I'm sorry. I okay. As far as expense, I I think the cheapest was one. The mid range was three, and the expensive is two. That's my my thought. Just from my experience of all of them, and I'm still looking at. Oh my gosh. I wish you guys could see what I'm seeing right now. The legs are like dripping off, and it's so funny. One has the most legs, two has a few, and then three has zero. It's like all smooth. And I'm drinking the rest of three because it's my favorite. Okay, what do you? what's your prediction, JC? Well, my favorite one, as far as taste-wise, I go one, three, two, as far as taste. I really liked one. Three was very smooth and silky, and then the two was, it was there as well. Like one, three, and two is so how I rank them taste-wise. But as far as price point, I'm going to say one was the cheapest, Two was the middle range, and three was the most expensive. Okay, so I I'm one three two on price. You're one two three. Yes, Steph, what do you think? My favorite is number two for sure. Loved number two. As far as price point goes, I think that the least expensive is one. The middle point is three, and the highest is number two. So you, Steph, and I agree. Yes. Yeah, we're we're in agreement on that one. JC, you flip flopped the last two. Yes. Okay, so it's time to do the reveal. Susie, you got to school us. Well, what, what was it with the favorite? For my favorite My favorite was two. Or, yes, two. Two was a favorite. Two is my absolute One was my favorite. favorite. One. Mm-hmm. And, and, Steph, and Steph, what was your favorite? Two is my favorite. All right. Okay, so tell ready? us. Yeah. yeah. All right, number one. We have the 2019 Lapiche from Napa Valley. This is a $62 bottle retail. It's the most expensive one. (laughs) (laughs) Is is it? It is the least expensive. Okay. (laughs) Most expensive I've ever tasted. (laughs) Now, $62 will buy you a night. This was a good wine. It's just when you taste the other ones, you can taste the difference. Yeah. Yeah. What do you attribute that to, Susie? It's, It's the... Honestly, it's the history and the the vineyards where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. You're it's all about terroir and winemaker. So this is going to be something that's really easy and you know, affordable, but it's your typical Napa Valley. Napa Valley is incredibly expensive right now. So you really it's hard to even get a good cab in stock, let alone one that is affordable. Le Piche is what you said, right? Le Piche. Le and we're going to post all these on the website. And you can buy these at Wally's, right? Susie? That's right. These are retail prices. Oh. So this is what you just go in, take it off the wall, and we'll ring you up and you're at the door. That's great. The, That's mean, awesome. It's a great price point. What a selection that you guys have, too. Okay, so 2019 Le Piche for number one, the least expensive. Okay, let's go to number well, let's go to the second most expensive. I don't know which okay. one is what. The second most expensive was the last, number three. That is the 2016 Marciano M, also Napa Valley. Mm. This one was really good. This was a hard one because I thought the last one and this one were really good. But I feel like this one was a little more uh, fruity. But what 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 do you think? This is much bigger. So to me, this has, like we said, those masculine fruits. It's in your face. It's like nice, big, juicy. And this, I kind of threw you for a curveball. I'll kind of tell you why this is made in the Bordeaux style. So when they say like a typical Napa Valley cab is going to be big, jammy in your face, the Marciano goes Bordeaux style. So it has a lot of that old world characteristic to kind of throw you off to feel like when you people say it's very expensive. 
And, and how expensive are we talking? For this, this is one sixty-five retail. Retail. It's it's delicious. I mean, Let's I take a bottle. I really like this one. Oh, a lot. it's a pretty bottle. It's good. Twenty sixteen, you said. Yes, and the Marcianos are partners with Wally's, and they make the number one olive oil in the world right now. Do so they really? Okay. Same, on the same lands as this wine. It's, it was delicious. I mean, I'm like thoroughly enjoying wine at eight o'clock in the morning. I know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to waste any of these. I want to drink all. Mercedes of these. is going to her daughter's graduation. Yeah. The pre-fade is real. <laughs> uh, that one. Okay, so that one. One. Okay, we had how much was the Lapiche again? Sixty. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. This one was one sixty-five, and then. The last one, number number two, but the most expensive. Tell us about this one. The, th- this the is glass why I of silk. I throw you for a little bit of a curveball just because I really wanted you to try something beautiful. This is a Bordeaux, which now nah, Cab grows in Bordeaux. It's one of the main five varietals there, but this is primarily Merlot. But this is the producer's, um, they make, it's this Chateau L'Evangelie. This is a Pomerol. So have you heard of Petrus? No, mm. I've not heard of that. What's Petrus? What Petrus is, is the most sought after biggest wines in the world. So we have a three liter at Wally's that we sell for $40,000. And we just heard I'm getting a, a Petrus that we're selling by the glass for $1,000 a glass. Whoa! Oh my gosh. This isn't the $1,000 one though, right? This is two seventy five dollars a bottle. Wow. Which is affordable if you're thinking their next door neighbor sells for a thousand dollars a glass. Oh, and, oh, so and you go the, here, yeah. The soil could be similar. Like you're yeah. gonna get all like a lot of the same characteristics. Absolutely, you're gonna get a ton of the same characteristics. Absolutely, and that's forty thousand dollars a bottle and you for get, a three liter. Sure. So this is okay. Wow. Still, yeah. This car. This t- to me also. I don't know if if you guys notice this and if I'm just dreaming this up Susie but like when you drank it I felt like there was a bite at the end of the other two but I I got no bite from this one it because just was smooth that's absolutely this, this one is much less acidic and a little bit more tannic than the others this one was amazing yeah how how much for this bottle 275 that's a for, for Super. a bottle of that. Oh my gosh! I see JC drinking it. She's downing the rest of them. We got to return the glasses afterwards. He's chugging each one. Wow, that was awesome, Susie. Thank you so no, much. Of course, my pleasure. So, so Steph and I were right then. You both were the, right on the rankings of them. You did it. Go, sh- go, shorty! It's your <laughs> birthday. It's your birthday. We gotta I, do. A I just want to point out to Steph and Mercedes, we're we're getting paid right now to be drinking wine on the radio on a Tuesday morning. Uh, not just any Life wine. Life is not bad. But um, Marciano yes. M and Chateau Lavangelo. <laughs> If my mom could see me right now, I'm not drinking barefoot, mom. This is the good stuff. Oh, oh, real deal. That was awesome. Susie, thank you so much. Go see Susie and go check out Wally's The Store with all these bottles and more. And then also, you um you can buy a bottle of wine, right, Susie? And then go eat uh, at the restaurant. So the, the beauty of it is it's $40 more than the retail price. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, this is so great. I cannot wait to come there uh, for dinner. Thank you so much for Can't everything. Can't wait to see you. Yeah, Can we do blast. a little cheers to the camera, please? Cheers. This is just one of a, the day I'll never forget. Wine on the radio. Uh, cheers. Mine's wasted. empty. <laughs> hey. I know. I drank is that. Is everyone empty? Who's empty? Anybody empty? My Hold third one is empty. I is chugged it? that down. I'm not I empty. Like, I'm going to like lick the glass because I don't want any drugs. Uh, Steph, are you empty? No. Uh, I'm already doing okay without <laughs> it empty. I'm good. But oh, it was so good. I, 
Now I feel like I'm going to go from White Claw to wine. <laughs> You're making the jump, Steph. I'm so proud of you. But of all things to jump to, you didn't even, you went straight for the good yeah, stuff. I really Steph. did. I really did. I'm very blessed today. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, we go from wine tasting to heads up. So we're looking for caller 20 right now at 702-364-9400. This is going to be an interesting heads up this morning. Oh, my that much. gosh. Yeah. Uh, I, you're better off picking Susie for your partner <laughs> than any of us, quite honestly. But, yeah, we have a really cool prize to give away. We have a pair of tickets to check out the Lumineers at the MGM Grand Garden Arena on July 24th. You just got to be caller 20 right now. You pick your category. You pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Easy as that. Caller 20, you are playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Okay, Freddie is our contestant. Good morning, Freddie. You're Caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yeah, I am. Let's do this. Uh, all nice. right. We want to get you these tickets to see the Lumineers. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Got Milk, uh, Cavity, Banana Split, or over easy? How about got milk? Got milk it is. World Milk Day is tomorrow. So these are all different kinds of dairy products, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? I'll go with JC. All he right. Like a, I think he's a milk guy. Absolutely, Freddie. <laughs> Let me some milk. Says your body good. Don't you not eat, even eat dairy, JC? <laughs> I stay away from the dairy, but Freddie, listen, I grew up on dairy. No, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it gives you strong bones. Okay, everything about milk, 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You receive the Lumineers. And we start now. Baskin Robbins sells this. You either get vanilla or chocolate. It's cold. Oh, vanilla. No, you ice cream. ice cream. Yes, yes, yes. You put this on top of your toast. It, it melts. Butter. Yes. You, um, this is, um, you would go and get this. It's a, like a treat, after dinner treat. It's, uh, it's liquidy. It is, uh, there's ice cream in there. Milkshake? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you would put this on top of a Sunday. Cool Whip is a Whip brand. Ah! I said whips. We're so going to give it to okay. you. Okay. Uh, this is a nice, um, there's like, um, is there cultures inside of it? What's inside? <laughs> this stuff, it's. Okay. Okay, pass, pass, pass. We'll pass to this next one. Uh, this is what this category is about. Milk. Yes. Uh, this, there's uh, the Velveeta makes this. There's mozzarella. Cheese. Yes. Yes, that's, that's it. That's six. it. That's oh, it. Wow. oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think it is. Wait, one, two, three. This is the wine four, edition, by the way. Five, six. Yes. Six. It's okay. Six. It's six. It is six. <laughs> There's like cultures. <laughs> this is full of cultures. <laughs> hey, I'm also confusing. I know. Well, listen. You got drunk, JC, giving you your heads up clothes. Freddie, we just had a wine tasting. My gosh. Oh, my gosh. You did it, buddy. You're all set. Congratulations. You did six in 60 seconds. We had time to spare, so you got tickets to go see the Lumineers. We're going to be at the MGM Grand Garden Arena in July, so congratulations, oh, Freddie. That was great. You guys were fun. <laughs> JC, uh, there's like whip. Uh. Put this on top of it. Your Sunday, there's whip in it. You no, I said cool whip. I you said did cool a whip. Good job. You did a good so job. So there you go. Uh, next hour, your tickets to go see Katy Perry, and we have those at nine forty. It's Mix ninety four point one. That's Ed Sheeran and Lil Baby on Mix 94.1. It is 8.56 Tuesday morning. Have you ever gone exploring as a kid and then you came upon something? When I say that out loud, it makes me think of the movie Stand By Me when they found 
the dead body. Oh, the body was out there. Do you remember there. that? Yeah, they were looking for the body. And then um, was it Kiefer Sutherland was the... Uh, the older team coming after them as well. Yeah, yeah. like uh-huh. they. Uh, yeah, I, I forget the premise of that movie. It's been a really long time since I've seen it, but um, I just I saw a news story this morning that reminded me of it. We're running late, so we'll we'll get to the hot three here in about ten minutes. But the story they found uh, a grenade believed to be more than a century old, but still deadly was found by a young boy on a beach in Northern Ireland. Um, I guess police thanked him. They thanked the young lad who, who, in a Facebook post, who spotted the grenade, contacted officers, uh, remained at the scene to tell them where it was. And police say an Army technical officer called to the the county down beach and confirmed that the boy had found a World War I Mills bomb grenade which was the first issued to British soldiers in 1915. It was, they destroyed it in a controlled explosion. But imagine of all the things you find as you're roaming around, uh, playing with your friends or whatever, and you find a live grenade from world war one. That is crazy. Thank the Lord. They didn't pull the pin. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I'm a little kid. I see it. What is this? Oh, cool. You know, pull the pin, pull the pin and throw it. See what happens. Cause kids do dumb stuff. Have you, what did you find as a kid? You weren't really looking for anything, but maybe you were out playing with your friends and you just came upon something and then you found, you found something that was like, whoa, what is this? 702-364-9400. Did you you ever find anything kind of odd? We did, but I I wanted to, did you guys as a kid? Because that's all we did as kids. We just go out in the fields, we'd explore, we go out, you know, leave the house at 8 a.m. and come back at 6 p.m. and just be out in the fields and the woods and just running havoc all over the county we found uh, i remember my friends and i were playing they were building some new houses right behind our development so we would go play in the gold mine in the houses like the they had just the the frame set up and we'd go in there and there was basements in colorado everyone has basements and we'd go into the basements and hide in the window wells and stuff and i remember as we were leaving one of the houses after playing in there um we found this a random axe in a field right next to the, the the homes that were being built. And one of our neighbor kids, he picked it up and he's like, what do you do? What do you think this is from? And his sister goes, put that down. You, your fingerprints are going to be on it. And we're like, oh, my gosh, your fingerprints are on there. What if it's from a murder or something? What is what if it's from an axe murder? And he's like, there's no blood on this. And But we're, we couldn't figure out why there was an axe in the middle of the field. It was just really weird. So he was so scared that he was going to get arrested for murder because his <laughs> fingerprints were on this axe. Oh, that's such a kid Even thing. Even though there, was, such a kid there thing. was no blood on it at all. It was just a random axe. We were convinced the police were going to come for him. And we were all talking like, if they do come, we're witnesses. He didn't do it. He picked it up. And we had played out in our mind what we were going to tell the police if they came to find him. That's nuts. But I love that. That is such a kid thing, too. Your fingerprints are on it. What if they murdered many people oh, with this axe? We were convinced he was going to be arrested. It was crazy. What What was the random thing that you found as a kid? 702-364-9400. My neighborhood. So we live in the town of Lahaska, which is a Native American name. And my neighborhood is a horseshoe neighborhood. And in the center of the neighborhood, there's a Native American burial ground. And you can see this little headstone and everything. It's it's kind of an interesting thing. But it was this was my, me and my buddy Gordon were in his backyard, and he wanted to build like this dirt ramp, this like a track for our dirt bikes. So we're out back, and we're we're digging these holes with shovels, and we hit something. Like what is this? 
And it's this old, old, old looking cigar box. Like, what is this treasure? And we pop the thing open. And there's this old, like, tiny money in there. It's not like, like U.S. currency. It's weird-looking money. We're like, what is this? We just found a treasure jackpot. Thinking the Native American burial ground is right up the street from us. Is this some kind of Native American currency or something? His dad came home that day, Mr. Grower. Super excited. We, they thought they hit the jackpot. Like, we found some ancient artifacts or something. He set up a thing for a historian and a banker to look at it. It was like Monopoly money that the kids in the house before had buried. <laughs> you were all excited. But they, oh my gosh, it was, it was the, the buzz of the neighborhood. JC and Gordon found a treasure. It's going to be worth all this money. And he, this whole thing, I'll never forget, he came back. And my mom's what told me, he's like, yeah, it was worthless. It was Monopoly money. Oh. Some kind of fake currency or something. But we, I'll never forget hitting that and opening that thing up and thinking we hit the jackpot. This is some Native American you know, treasure chest that they buried and we discovered here in the, in the 80s, but it was it was just something that the, the kids prior buried in the backyard and we just happened to find it. Oh, what was the thing you found? The treasure or not? 702-364-9400. Christina, what did you find? Yes, we were playing behind our house and we found, we found an adult toy. I don't, oh, a double. <laughs> I know. I, I, I got you. I got you. Okay, so you find, you find this, and then uh, do you know what it is, or are you like, what's this? No, we were like, what's this? And then like, my, some of my friends were like, whoa, I know this. I know what this is. <laughs> Someone just... I, I, I don't have something. an idea who did this. But... <laughs> You're like, mom, <laughs> did you throw this out? How did it get there? How do you know? You take it home, mom, look what I found. What is that? <laughs> I need to get rid of this. I'm going to throw it in a field for the children to find. Oh, my gosh. You find that, that in my neighborhood. Like, what did the Native Americans have back in the day? <laughs> my gosh. We know there's a burial ground by us, but dear Lord. Someone lost their appendix. What's happening? <laughs> we have, you know, like you said, we're running late. So the hot three in about 10 minutes here. What do you have for us? Okay, we are going to talk about um, th- it's allergy season. And how many of us are having our job performance affected by allergies. We're going to talk about that. Also, a new study found that this is good for your brain. And we can give this to you every morning. We'll tell you what it is. And a guy walks into a restaurant for some food and there's no one there at all. Um, Why and what happened? We'll tell you coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Okay, are you suffering from allergies right now? Do you get allergies? I, I took a, uh, um, uh, what's it, Zyrtec? A Zyrtec this morning, yes. Almost half of people say allergies affect them during something as simple as commuting to work, while 58% think sinus and allergy issues actually impact their job performance. I, I When I drive, I always have tendency to sneeze, and that is the <laughs> scariest thing because you cannot keep your eyes open. You have to close your eyes when you sneeze, and so I'm so freaked out when I sneeze while driving. It's the way, I had a sneezing attack yesterday. Leaving, uh, I had that thing at Chapman Automotive yesterday. I'm driving home. Sneezing attack, and then I had another sneezing attack this morning when I was doing my show prep. That's why I took the Zyrtec. I don't know what just recently bloomed, but I'm allergic to it because I go outside <laughs> and I just I lose it, but one in two people have reported that they find it difficult to do something as simple as walk their dog because of allergies. 49% say their allergies impact outdoor activities activities like hiking or boating and whether it's medications or something else respondents say they'll try a, an average of five different remedies before giving up and and toughing out their allergies i'll tell you what's blooming 
What? Your daughter. She's graduating today. Oh, she's she's blooming into a young woman. <laughs> My gosh, what's happening? I know. It's so crazy. I'm actually going to be headed out right after the show to go to the graduation. You can watch it online, JC, if okay. you want to watch it. Yeah, yeah I'll send do. you the link for sure. Um, also this morning, it's official. Listening to this station every day is good for your brain. And not just because of our witty banter. <laughs> no, it's actually a new study found listening to songs that you love is good for your brain, especially songs that make you tap your feet. Scientists in Japan looked at how brain activity is affected by music that's got what they call a groove to it, and they found it has a positive effect on our prefrontal cortex, and that's the part of the brain that helps you with your planning, your self-control, your short-term memory, and abstract thinking. So the one catch is it doesn't work that well with songs you've never heard before. It has to be... A toe, tap- a toe tapping song you already know and love. Okay, we have Adele's Easy on Me coming up next. Is that a toe tapping song? You can't tap your toe to that song. Darn I'm sorry. It. As much as you might like it, I just... Easy. No. Yeah, no it, one's tapping the steering wheel while Adele's Easy not, on Me is playing. Yeah, definitely not. All right, finally this morning, there have been a lot of issues with staffing shortages during the pandemic. But for one, Burger King, it wasn't just a shortage. It was a full-on outage. A guy walked into a Burger King in Pittsburgh on Friday and there was no one there. He went through the drive-thru and then he walked inside and even opened the door to the kitchen and the whole place was completely empty in the afternoon. So the the local news, they caught wind of it and they said that only one person showed up to work that day and when they saw that they were there alone, they just quit on the spot. <laughs> Apparently without even locking the door no on their way. way out. A manager eventually showed up to lock the place until it could be staffed, but... Burger Kings, they're downplaying the situation. They say that a shift leader had to leave due to a family emergency and they sent the team home and the door was inadvertently mm-hmm. left unlocked. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, local officials say, though, it might be a sign of the times. A lot of people left the workforce during the pandemic and businesses are just going to have to adapt. Um, the, yeah. Would you help yourself jump behind the counter? Maybe pour yourself a soda? Fire up the grill. Well, I mean, they say, what's their slogan? Have it your way. Yeah. So that's the way I wanted. (laughs) Still to come this hour, 940. Those tickets for you to go see Katy Perry. And here she is, the toe-tapping Adele with Easy (laughs) on Me. Mix 94.1. That is Ed Sheeran, Bad Habits on Mix 94.1. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us today. Special thanks to our friends at Wally's and Susie for helping us out with Try It Tuesday. If you missed that or anything else from today's show, you can check it out on our podcast at Mix941.fm or wherever you get your podcast. We are headed out. J-Love is next. Wait, wait, wait. You're heading out to see your daughter graduate I know, high school. I know. And you I had know. a couple glasses of wine. <laughs> I'm good to go. I'm ready. You're ready for the, for the emotions. Come, come out of you this afternoon. And here is the line of the day. Well, I don't know who Bob is, but I want to get out of here so I can go get a glimpse of Bob. Take a listen to this. Oh, Steph, did you see our coworker Bob? He's wearing gray sweatpants today. <laughs> Ooh, the gray sweatpants in summertime, too? Baby. Oh, honey sugar. <laughs> wow, Mercedes. I, didn't, I thought I was the only one that noticed. Oh, yeah. I love me some gray sweatpants on a nice, hard body. <laughs> Bob. Mm. And as JC would say, you can see the donk. <laughs> that was the line of the day. That was, I let that part out. <laughs> That'll do it for show number 1634 of Mercedes in the Morning. 
Mercedes in the morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.